This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up? Welcome to the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out jasonqualscfp.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. If you'll jump in with questions, comments, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com, financialcoachingradio.com. Let's talk about financial news, whether it be on the TV or be on a website. Well, not a whole lot of people are reading print these days, but there's some articles out there, I assume. People are still getting newspapers delivered. Maybe you're a subscriber to the Wall Street Journal, which I really never understood. Because I think unless something's changed to get papers that are published like that on a daily basis, you're really running about a day behind uh, the regular online content. But I could be wrong. But nonetheless, if you're look, you're viewing, you're reading financial news what should you be looking for? What is true? What is not? Well, I'll tell you one thing that I dislike the most, and this is financial TV. And it's really one financial network because I only watch one. I don't really get on to the other. And this is the major one. I'm not going to list the name. If you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm sure the other ones do the same thing. But they'll, they, they need to fill their segment with content. And what they will do typically throughout the day, maybe several times a day, times of day, excuse me, is they will have very wealthy investors, very wealthy businessmen, very wealthy hedge fund managers, and they will uh, be on a segment. And they'll inevitably be asked, well, what do you think is going to happen with the market? And most of these guys, at least the ones that I see in the headlines, I'm not reading the article because I think it's complete crap, but they will say, well, you know, we haven't seen the bottom. The doom and gloom is coming. They all say that, right? They all want us to say, here the bottom is, you know, the bottom's about to fall out again or be worse than it was back in uh, a month or so ago. My thoughts on that is, if they really believe that, and I'm sure some of them are really giving their true perspective. You just can't tell who is really telling the truth and who is not. But I feel like if they really believed, whatever they truly believed, let me say it this way, whatever they truly believed about the financial world, I don't, if they believed it was going to happen, they're trying to predict the future. They're not telling anyone about it. Why are they not going to tell anyone about it? Because they're going to keep their little secret to making money in the markets a secret. And if they tell everyone their secrets about what the future is going to bring us, and they end up being right, 
they're not going to do as well if everyone knows about it. It wouldn't work as well. So I think when these guys are interviewed in financial articles or on TV shows, I think they're being deceptive. I think they're telling us the opposite of what they believe. Why would they do that? Why would they tell the get on TV and go, the end is near. Everyone needs to get out of the market. You need to sell now. The body, you know, we haven't seen anything bad yet. There's, you know, the worst is coming. Why would they do that? Because they want you selling because they're probably going to be buying. <laughs> Why are they going to be buying? Because they know. If they can get things cheap, buy things on the low, when this recovers, they're going to have even more money. What do you do about it? Well, one, you ignore these financial pundits. You ignore financial news. It doesn't mean you need to keep up. You don't need to keep up with, you know, what's going on in general. But as far as someone's opinion about the financial world, ignore it. They don't know. And if they knew, they're not going to be telling us. That is a fact. This is a fact as I see it. And, you know, you got the, the stock picking gurus that come on every day and they tell us what stock to buy, what not to buy. If you look at the pundits and the gurus and look at their prediction and their tra- the predictions and their track record, they are incorrect about 50% of the time. They are correct about 50% of the time. So, in other words, you or I could go out and flip a coin and go, are we going to end up in a recession? Heads, yes. Tails, no. And wherever it lands, that's what we say is going to happen. Because that is about the likelihood is you're going to have a likelihood of being right if you follow one of these financial gurus or pundits. But it really comes down to managing your emotions and managing your expectations. If you just listen and read bad news all the time, that's what's going to be circulating around in your head. And it's going to lead you to stress out about your investments, which will in turn lead you to make you want to change your investments. Jump out when the market is down and then not get back in until the market is up. Those are the things that are against how to make money as a successful investor. Here are some tips and tricks. Don't look at the financial news every day. Don't check your investment returns every day. I suggest only checking them monthly at most, quarterly at least. You're not going to stress out. You're going to have the right expectations. The market being down 10, 20%, even 40% is not out of the range of possibility. It, I won't say that it's, it makes anyone pleasantly uh, thrilled to have it happen, but it is a possibility. Why would you accept a decline of 10 and 20% on your stock portion of your investment portfolio? Is because over time, 5 years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, you're going to have a tremendous return as far as being positive in comparison to other asset classes. So you'll tolerate the short-term lows to get the long-term highs. Those are the correct expectations. We just seem to forget about the correct expectations every time we go through these things. So those are some tips and tricks. If you're feeling like feel a little wonky, you're not sure what to do, you're not getting the right guidance, you feel like your performance is off, you should be doing better. What can you do? Well, you reach out, you touch base with an independent fee-only certified financial planner and advisor who only works for you, is only paid by you, and has the top credential in the business of CFP. If you want to learn more about that, how I do it, why I do it, 
You can go to Jason Qualls, CFP.com, Jason Qualls, CFP.com. After this next break, we're going to be talking estate planning and COVID-19. How has coronavirus and pandemic stuff affected estate planning? There's some impact there. Stay with us. John Baker and I will discuss right after this, right here on WGNS. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Between car payments, repairs, and the price at the pump, it can feel like your car is going to drive you out of house and home. Fortunately, Donegal Insurance Group can make keeping your car on the road more affordable. That's because for safe drivers, Donegal delivers rates that are among the lowest in the state. To find out how much you can save, call your neighborhood Donegal agent today. To save on your auto insurance, call us at Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Wall, certified financial planner. In my house now, John Baker, estate planning attorney, here to talk about just that. John, I want to first start with any updates or changes in the estate planning world as it relates to what we're going through, as not only in the nation, but also the world, as far as pandemics go. Has is, is the law change affected estate planning in any way? Yeah, well, probably the the biggest news that we've had in the in the legal and the state planning world is uh, the ability to notarize and witness documents. You know that that has been a big one. Um, I think there's been some uh, heightened uh, desire to uh, get documents in place if 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 someone doesn't have them in place, such as their will or powers of attorney. You know, we've had people that, you know, really um, want to get those in place and don't want to delay it. And so I think that in, in, in the logistics, you know, well, how do we sign our documents? How do we witness our documents? You know, we have a lot of rules about doing that, uh, you know, in the presence of the person signing. And, you know, does video include the presence? And, you know, the, the short answer is in general it, it, it doesn't. Um, but we have uh, authorizations uh, under some Tennessee law as well as our Supreme Court emergency orders that are allowing us to do remote uh, remote notarization and remote witnessing, you know, using, you know, uh, audio-video mechanisms such as 
Zoom or WebEx or FaceTime and, and those sorts of things. So and is this only an emergency situation? So what about the example of someone says, hey, this has got me thinking all this is going on. I don't have a will. I don't have a living will. I don't have powers of attorney. Let me get those. But hey, wait, I can't get anyone to notarize it because no one's really working because everything's closed down. Does it apply to those folks or just those who are you know affected of yeah, so so the emergency orders pretty much loosen the the the, the in presence requirements and allow us to do it by video audio on on and most any any type of legal documents. It's not limited to just estate planning. Um, now, uh, you know, I, our office in particular, we uh, we are trying to sign them at the office, but we're doing this with. Uh, you know, with the, the the social distancing and all the hygiene and cleaning mechanisms in place. So, for example, today we had a witness signing on some estate planning documents. Uh, we have a special area set up right at the entrance of our building, so that and when the people that walk in to sign, they have a table sitting right there. Everything is sitting there ready for them to sign. Um, the witnesses are in sight, but they're ten or fifteen feet away. I'm about, you know, six or eight feet away, and I kind of conduct the signing ceremony. So we're all doing it at a safe distance. Uh, everybody's spread out, and there's no no other people in the building other than me, the witnesses, and, and, and the particular client. So it's very spread out. So we're being very careful. I, I, I still prefer to do it, something like that. I, I still like the in-person concept. Um, but we do have these emergency uh provisions in place so you know we could have a situation where a person is in the hospital or in a nursing home that we can't get into and we can use those emergency procedures you know for those situations so uh, how does so that work so i'm uh, trying to envision that's been a big issue you know, all of that uh and how how we handle that but yeah i have i have noticed uh you know uh you know we're getting calls and, and uh some people that we talked to in the past that are now ready to, uh, you know, to get these things in place because of the virus. You know, they, they don't want to end up with a health crisis and not have these things updated. So how does the video work? So you draft this estate planning document. I cannot come to your office because I'm in the hospital or some other facility. So how is that? How is video working with me, my witnesses and you? Yep. So the uh, so the one that I've done like that. Uh, we we did it, and we actually did it. Uh, we had a we had a uh, we did it before the emergency procedures went into effect. And what we we got fortunate, the nursing home, one of the nursing home administrators was a notary, so she agreed to uh, be the in-person notary with, with the with the with the res, nursing home resident, and uh, and she notarized. We did not need witnessing in that case. Uh, if if you needed witnessing in that case, ideally there would be two people within the nursing home that could stand there as witnesses and sign as witnesses. If they're not, if witnesses aren't available, then I think with them we would resort to the remote witness, where the where all, where everybody together is on a FaceTime or a Zoom conference, you know, so we all can see each other. Um, but it would be done re- remotely at that point. So, and that that's where I'm kind of getting confused. So, so how is the, obviously the person can sign, if I'm in the nursing home, I can sign, but how are my witnesses signing? Does it just go to them next? Uh, how, how does that work? 
Oh yeah, yeah. There is a there is a yeah. There there's a time allowed. They've built that into the. Okay, so I sign as whoever documented. It's my document. Then it gets sent to my witnesses. They saw me do it over the video. So when they sign it, it's like say, yeah, we we saw them sign this. Yeah, there's there's, and I don't remember the exact method to it, but they 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 have built that in. So there's the the witnesses have. You know, there's so much time that they have to get the documents signed and whatnot. And, of course, you know, certain documents we can use separate copies. You know, you don't – everybody doesn't have to be signing the same copy. If you're just joining in, we're talking estate planning, witness signatures, getting the right documents in place, whether we're in a pandemic or not. John, you said something interesting that caught me. So I'm here. I have a will, and I can have it notarized or witnessed. But does my will have to be witnessed and does it have to be notarized or both? How does that work? What is the requirement in Tennessee for estate planning? So the, the will must be witnessed. It does not have to be notarized. Of course, the normal practice is you have a notary affidavit and you have the witness signings. So the normal practice is you, is you have all of them. But, but, the, uh, uh, but the actual legal requirement for a will is two witnesses. There's no notary requirement for a legal will. Although it's and that can be done in person or now in the emergency things in place, we can do it with uh, Zoom. uh, So in the remote context, you know, let's say I I'm at my office. I've got two witnesses at my office, and the client is in the nursing home. So everybody can see each other. We go through the normal, you know, ceremony. It's just that we're doing it all remotely, but in sight using the video of each other. So the so the person signs their will, and that document will get sent to the witnesses who will, who would then sign it, and uh, and then the notary will, will sign it. And so uh, we're just going to do it remotely uh, instead of uh, in physical presence. So the, the, the presence will be through video, but not actually in-person physical presence. And again, those, those are, I think, where possible, you'd still try to do it the traditional way. But, you know, in an emergency, you know, like I said, somebody perhaps in a nursing home or an assisted living where, where you can't do it in a more traditional way. Than or under quarantine. Doing it, uh, doing it remotely. And then if things get better, then you're probably going to, uh, if possible, you're going to try to follow up and then go back and re-execute it again the traditional way. John Baker, estate planning attorney, BakerCouncil.com, BakerCouncil.com. You mentioned there's uh, some people have had a, a kind of a, a a notion that, hey, now's a good time to, to take action on estate planning. We've talked about it way before any type of pandemic, the, the value and the importance of having powers of attorney for health care, powers of attorney for your money and your finances. That is really being driven home today because if you can't make financial decisions, you can't make healthcare decisions for COVID nineteen or any other reason. Uh, it's going to put your your family in a bind. Is that correct? Oh, I, you know, absolutely. You know, I mean, if if it's, it's you know, it would be a horrible thing to be put in the hospital and not have your your powers of attorney and you know your will, you know, uh, you know, up to date or not have them at all. So what what is done in that emergency situation? Is there is there hospital documents where they can say here is our general health care living will directive thing, or is that something that they need right. to contact a legal person? So it, there is a uh, form to published by the Tennessee Department of Health. Their uh, advanced directives is, is basically uh, 
the heading that you'll see these documents. And there's a health, there are health care directives in there. So in, if we have someone, you know, that, that, that has that health emergency, there's no other way to get them the documents. The, the medical facility can pull those documents and, and have them signed, you know, in the facility, assuming the person can, can sign them. And, uh, you know, so that can be done in an emer- you know, in emergency situation as it re- relates to the health care directives. And, uh, what if they cannot sign? Yeah. If what? they can't sign, uh, then they would have to at least be able to uh, direct someone to sign for them. And so they would have to have men- – so underlying all of that is that they still have to have mental capacity. You know, if, if, if they're not conscious or, or they're gone past mental capacity, then, then, then documents can't be executed you know, in, in any manner, really, at that point. So what what does one do? Do they have to get a court order for a conservatorship, or is it just kind of out of luck on that one? Yeah. Well, it, it's certainly possible, you know, uh, but in, in the short term in a medical situation, uh, there there is uh, basically a, a law that allows the medical providers to determine uh, an appropriate person to consult with on medical care. Now, that's certainly not the preferred way to go, uh, and it's and it may very well rest more in the hands of the medical providers as they go through that determination. Um, so there, there, there can be ways to to deal with it. Uh, and of course, you know, it, it, in the short term, that's probably the, the the only way. Now, if if the situation lingers for a longer period of time. Uh, and their concerns about making health care decisions, uh, say concerns that the medical providers are, 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 are not comfortable with the situation, then, then perhaps an emergency conservatorship would be, be required. Uh, so some cases may require the emergency conservatorship. In some other cases, uh, you know, maybe the doctors and, you know, with, with the family can kind of get that resolved uh, with, without a... Uh, the healthcare power of attorney, but it's you know it's a dicey situation to find yourself and your family in, and that's why it's always better to you know to have the the document than than not. Every financial situation is different, but everyone at a minimum needs wills, powers of attorney. Correct. Everyone needs to get those enforced with these new emergency signing guidelines and. And, and rules where you can sign via video, witness via video. Do you see that making people's estates more, uh, you know, susceptible to contesting through the court process? Yeah, well, I think that's, you know, in, in, that's, it, it certainly, you know, certainly could raise issues if, if you had a, had a contest. And I think that's one of the reasons why uh, if, if we execute some documents using remote witnessing, uh, that once things clear up, and assuming the person is still competent and, and alive, to go back and follow up those documents and reaccomplish them, uh, doing it in in the traditional way to try to eliminate these things as possible issues. Has the CARES Act or any other laws, as a result of the COVID nineteen, changed any estate planning laws? I know they've changed some retirement distribution laws. Have they changed any uh, estate planning laws besides the signing issue? Not, I, I haven't. 
come across where, where I've dealt with anything where, where it's actually changed the estate planning component of it. Um, now, there, there may be something there or there may be kind of related, some related things, but I haven't uh, really dealt with it specifically in my situation. John Baker, estate planning attorney. BakerCouncil.com is the web address. BakerCouncil.com. John, tell us a little bit about your practice and what's the best phone number to reach you here at your office. Yeah, we, we uh, you know, we're elder law and estate planning uh, in related areas of law, and we're here in Murfreesboro, and uh, our phone number is 615-896-5621. 896-5621. At a very minimum, you got to have a will, got to have powers of attorney. Make sure you're working with the right expert. A lot of online documents have a lot of limitations. And great advice there from John saying if you have to do one of these emergency signings when everything returns to normal as far as your health, Get back in there and do the signing the normal, traditional fashion. John, I appreciate your help and expertise. Yeah. All right. We're out of here for this this segment. We'll be back right after this. Make sure you stick around. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Back with you right after this. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right, 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonqualls.com. We can do just about anything on the internet today. We can get medical advice, buy investments. We can even get a will for about $15. I know how enticing cheap and easy can sound, but when you leave loved ones behind, a $15 will bought online may not cut it. As a certified financial planner, I strongly recommend that you use an estate planning attorney. Call estate planning attorney John Baker today at 896-5621 or go to his website, bakercouncil.com, so you don't make a $15 decision that could cost your family thousands of dollars. Welcome back to The One Show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell, certainly not pushing any live event tickets. I'll leave that to the other show. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. For all about me, check out jasonqualscfp.com. Money questions, estate planning, tax planning, investment. Hit me up online. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. If you tuned in the last segment, we talked about some big changes as far as your estate planning documents and as it relates to COVID-19. Let's continue on with the estate planning discussion, something I feel like the, sh- the show here we've overlooked um, in many t- cases, but it's just overlooked in general. Everyone's always says, you know, you got to have a will, got to have power of attorney. I say it all the time on this show. But we don't talk enough about what do you do with your documents once you have them in place? 
You have to store the documents properly. Many people use a safe deposit box at a bank. Many people use a fireproof box at your home or a safe. But you need to store them properly. You need an original copy of your signed will. A copy of a copy is not going to work. It means whatever, if you use black ink, uh, ink pen to sign your, your will, you're going to need that actual copy in the safe. Now, you can have you know, a, a scanned copy of your powers of attorney, and that'll be fine in most cases, but you'll need the original signed document on your will. Store it in a fireproof box. Store it in a safe deposit box, but don't stop there. Spread the word. Tell your executors, your backup executors, your powers of attorney, your backup powers of attorney, where you're storing them. This is going to allow you to avoid confusion. And it's also a good idea to give them copies. Now, I know I just stated that only your original signed will document, uh, as the law is now, will work. You know, if, you, if you've lost the original, you're deemed not to have a will at all. But it won't hurt for you to give them a copy. So here's a copy of my will. Here's a copy of my power of attorney. And just maybe have a note on there. This is where it's located. Maybe another sheet that's printed out. This is where I keep my safe stuff, my, my important documents. So if something happens to you or your spouse then, or your, your, your primary executor, your primary power of attorney, they know exactly what it won, what is in your document. But they also know, at least in a general way, where to find it. When you lose a loved one or someone just uh, lose a friend, and you're, you're kind of this role. You're the power of attorney, or maybe it's a parent, uh, brother, sister, aunt, uncle. It's a stressful time. It's a stressful time because of uh, just the, the emotional loss of, of, from someone, but also dealing with final arrangements. This is one less stress you can put on your family members by keeping your documents in an organized manner in a safe place giving copies to those important people in your life and letting them know where those documents are. So I hope you got some uh, value from the estate planning discussion today. And that's what we do on Financial Coaching Radio. We talk about all kinds of things. It's not just about basics and baby steps and everyone having the same financial plan because that's not real. That's not the real world. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Jump in, be a part of the show. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Back with you right after this. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free, certified financial planner. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878 2134 
or go to my website, jasonqualscfp.com. When you work with an independent insurance agent, you put the power of choice to work for you. Independent agents know several companies and their coverages, which means more options. And because companies like Donegal Insurance Group use the independent agent system, you not only get quality insurance, you also save money. The independent insurance agent system. Discover the power of choice. Make Middle Tennessee Insurance Group your choice. Call today for your hassle-free quote at 615-898-0053. Welcome back to the show. Appreciate you being with me today and every day. You know we're here every weekday, 4 o'clock right here on the Force Technology allows us to record the show. We'll leave it out there for you to enjoy anytime, anywhere via podcast, the archives tab at financialcoachingradio.com will get you there. Again, financialcoachingradio.com. You know, it's nothing fancy. All the shows are listed by date. They're listed by date and main topic. We're covering two, three, four topics a day. But the main topic is what I feel is most interesting about that show. And you can't be in your car every day at 4 o'clock, I know. Uh, it's difficult. You know, you don't have the same schedule these days, especially with all that we're going through. But you can just grab your mobile device or your PC, your laptop, whatever you got going on, log on to financialcoachingradio.com, click archives. Listen anytime, anywhere, if you can't catch the show live every weekday at 4. Also, about me, as I say in the intro, I am kind of a unicorn in the financial industry. You need to work with an independent, fee-only, certified financial planner. If they don't have all of those things, run far away. All right, appreciate you listening. Listen to the show anytime, anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com. Again, financialcoachingradio.com. I'm out of here for today. Check back in with you tomorrow. Same time, same channel right here on WGNS. Keep it locked in right here. More local talk on the way.